0: For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm Logan Miller. I'm joined here today by Madeline Page. Thank you for joining me today.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me. Yes.
0: So first things first, um, you are obviously performing here for tonight's concert after the Power to Become conference. Are you excited for that?
1: I'm so excited. So excited. I think this is my first time to Rexburg ever, and everyone's been so welcoming, and yesterday I got to see the venue for the first time and kind of do a sound check. And it is just beautiful. So, so cool, the lights, everything. It's gonna be a blast. That's awesome.
0: So uh, tell me a little bit, I wanna get some background on you. I, wa- I wanna know how you got started into music. Obviously the, you're you're getting big now and so I, you, you, you had to start somewhere, right? how did you start?
1: Um, yeah, so I've been singing ever since I can remember. I started out singing like Disney princess songs and I just loved to sing around the house. It was just something that I genuinely found interest in. I didn't necessarily think I would pursue it as a career ever. There were other things I wanted to do, like be a veterinarian or you know how it is when you're little and you're right, trying to figure yeah. it out. And then when I was about 11, my I was singing in our basement and my mom heard me, and I was singing Part of Your World from Little Mermaid, and she thought it was a recording. She didn't know it was me. And so that was kind of the first time that she really discovered my talent. And from that point forward, my parents were just like encouraging me to pursue something with singing because they just felt like I shouldn't waste this talent that I had. and. I started to sing locally, sing in competitions around where I lived, and um, in school, in church, and then when I was 16, I was discovered by The Voice, and that was just a crazy adventure roller coaster, and it completely changed my life. So,
0: yeah, that's so cool that you were you had like those experiences to to fall back to have as you were growing. So, tell me a little bit then as a as kind of a segue, the role models that you feel like you can attribute your success to or or what you've learned from people is there are there any people in mind cuz you mentioned your mother how she was kind of giving you those opportunities to expand on that. Tell yeah. me a little bit more about like those role models that helped you.
1: Yeah, for sure. My mom. It sounds so cliché, but she really is my biggest role model in so many ways specifically when it comes to believing in myself and positive thinking and not letting fear get the best of me she's always encouraged me to go for my dreams and supported me and i can genuinely say it's because of that that i even did the voice that i even have a a music career now because when the voice did kind of fall on my lap. They invited me to audition. I was in a place where I was super insecure and had stage fright. I was a sophomore in high school, and my freshman and sophomore years were really difficult. I didn't have any friends at school. It was a really hard phase of my life, and so it kind of affected everything, including my desire to want to sing. And she really helped change my mindset when the opportunity from the voice came into my life and helped I don't know walk me through it and she was there every step of the way too and she has just always been my biggest cheerleader always listening to my music and giving me feedback and just she believes in me a lot and it's made me believe in myself so
0: that's great So tell me, you you, you bring up the voice a lot, and obviously that's the elephant in the room. You know, that's kind of how you got your success. I want to know how that experience itself shaped how you've taken your career from this point.
1: Yeah, good question. Um, First off, it showed me, especially because I did go into it having stage fright and not feeling confident at all, it showed me what I was capable of doing. It showed me that I can do hard things and... It pushed me so far out of my comfort zone that there was no going back and it's I learned a lot from the people on the show um, my friends that I made I learned a lot from the coaches and really the main thing was just expanding my abilities and figuring out what I was really capable of and that kick-started everything after discovering myself as an artist and it i i consider the voice as the launch pad to everything else it really if that hadn't happened nothing else that has followed would have happened i'm sure of it right
0: so tell me a little bit then um, are there other experiences that you've had uh, performing or maybe just as you've been growing with your career that you would attribute to the success that you've had obviously the voice being a big one but is there anything Mm -hmm. else that you can attribute to to maybe overcoming things like that stage fright or things that, that you've had, those, those hurdles that you've had to overcome. Is there anything else that you'd attribute that to?
1: Yeah, for sure. The voice didn't cure my stage fright, for sure. Yes, it did push me so far out of my comfort zone, like I said. But I, coming out of the voice, all of a sudden, I had all these open doors that I never had before. Different people wanting me to do different performances, and I was reached out to by Deseret Book, and they wanted to um, produce an album with me, and before going on The Voice, I had dabbled in songwriting, and I knew original music was something I was passionate about, so um, definitely working with Deseret Book helped me grow a lot, and I got to do these really cool events called Time Out for... Girls and Time Out for Women, which that kickstarted uh, motivational speaking for me, which I've gotten the opportunity to do a lot as well. Um, I've gone to basically go all over the U.S. I've gone to Canada, even Japan, and I've gotten to do firesides and youth conferences, but not just that, even educational-related things, and it's been incredible, so that opportunity was huge in helping me figure out first off my artistry on the songwriting side of things and creating my first album ever and then also just getting into performing and motivational speaking and I continued to gain more and more confidence the more I did that stuff.
0: So this event then this this conference that you're going to be singing afterwards is like the perfect kind of venue for this almost because mm-hmm. this is kind of that same place where students can learn and find out ways that can that can grow their careers themselves as they're graduating out of college. This is yeah. a big thing for that. So great segue. Thanks for helping me out. How would <laughs> for you, sure. I just knew. How would you when it comes to this power to become conference, when it comes to the messages that are being taught here that mm-hmm. these speakers are going to be saying, how do you feel your performance, your concert here can aid in helping these students come to something that they can realize as a way to push towards a a career goal for them or for for anything past this this stage in their lives
1: yeah well a lot of my original music not all not a lot of it all of it means something to me it's I I cannot write a song and produce it and sing it if it's not something that I stand behind not something that resonates with me not an important message to me And so a lot of my songs have messages of believing in yourself, of loving yourself. Um, I, I have a lot of messages throughout my show that just talk about just these inspirational things. And I really, that's my goal with my music is creating mainstream, fun music that people can love. And that's catchy, but that has these messages that people can relate to or that make help people feel better after listening to them than they did before. That's really my goal. I want to, I want to always inspire. And so I, I feel like, um, first off, I'm very privileged. I feel very privileged and just very honored and humbled to get to perform after an event where there's these speakers and these great messages. And I just, um, I hope that the messages that come through my songs are able to complement that and hopefully speak to people. So That's awesome.
0: So tell me a little bit then, a little bit of a sneak peek. Is there a song that you are performing tonight that you think would carry that good of a message for, for these students?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, okay, well, there's one. There's one song that's on my most recent album that I just released and it's called Social Butterfly. The album is called Social Butterfly and this is that song, it's the title track. And um, it's just about social anxiety and it's, I want people to know, hey, I go through this too. Cause I know a lot of people deal with anxiety. And so that's kind of me giving a shout out to those people and saying, You're not alone. I feel these things on a daily basis, too. So that's one. And then I will be singing my original, or the OG song that I wrote before even going on The Voice, Irreplaceable. It's actually been a while since I've incorporated the song in one of my shows, so I'm really excited about it. This song is always going to be my favorite if not my favorite, one of my favorites that I've ever done because I didn't write the song thinking it would ever be heard by anybody. I wrote it on a day where I was genuinely feeling super insecure, super low. And I wrote it just to express and kind of vent my feelings and emotions. And after The Voice, I had that opportunity to release it. And so it's about how you are irreplaceable and loving yourself regardless of you know um flaws that you might believe that you have just fully accepting and embracing yourself and accepting that even though i'm different from other people i i still love myself and yeah so
0: i think that's a really important message for a lot of people that like our age to hear as well i feel like there's so much that's going on in the world that, that kind of avoids needing to get to the point where you have to look at yourself and, and love yourself as opposed to what people think your image of yourself is. Right. Or what you think that your image should be for other people. Right. And I think that that message is great. Um, I believe Irreplaceable, at least on Spotify, where I got to listen to you, is, is your most popular song. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. It's like almost 5 million views. It's (laughs) it's crazy. That's awesome. Thank you. So tell me then, and I want to kind of segue into that for how a lot of your originals, they really revolve around your faith and around Mm -hmm. the church and how important that is. Can you tell me a little bit about how your faith uh, in the gospel has kind of affected how you've handled your, your career, your songwriting, the messages that you've wanted to convey to these, to these people that you've, that you perform for. Tell me a little bit about, about how that faith has helped you so much.
1: Yeah, really it's guided me a lot in the wording that I use and the phrasing because in my music, it's very, very important to me to always have, keep it clean, always have clean music. Um, and that's one of my top priorities. So that's definitely been really guided by my faith. And then I would say I've I've gotten to do a lot of really cool things with the church and um, come unto Jesus. Uh, a lot of people have gotten to hear that one and different things on EFY and youth albums. And it's been so cool. And I just always want to honor that like, piece of my career in my original stuff that I do. I I always want to honor my beliefs and my values, even in my original pop stuff, and um, be family-friendly. I want little kids, you know, all the way up to, you know, older people to be able to enjoy my music. I don't want to limit it to anybody. So, and I want to represent myself, you know, through my beliefs as well so yeah
0: so then tell me a little bit cuz you've performed at EFY you performed it at these timeouts for for women and things like that tell me yeah. a little bit even even power to become almost to an extent has has all of these gospel underlinings these these messages that although these are important for you to hear for at least for power to become for your career for helping you progress through life mm-hmm. this is also something where these events can help you attain a similar connection to heavenly father to the spirit the gospel and things Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. When yeah. it comes to your music, how do you feel like your music can help others attain that same connection?
1: I believe there's energy in all things, positive and negative, and I I believe that you can shine your light if you go about it in a way that allows your light to shine. And so By representing truths and positive messages in my music and in everything that I'm doing, I am doing that so that my light can shine and so that it can reach people and touch people. So the spirit can touch people. Um, So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, The... A, l- a little bit too when I was listening to your music I know you, you made a song for Light the world I thought that was that was a great song I feel like a Thanks. lot of your your messages have been something where it can not just rely on a connection between you and the spirit of the gospel but also mm-hmm. just a- again like that that same connection of finding yourself finding out how to to connect yourself to a world that's this divided this uh this contemptuous. it's it's a, right. it's a very uh, an interesting way to go about it. And I think that's really cool. So
1: thank you. Yeah, thanks. I think it's so important to reach people in the church, of course, but I've also made it a big priority for for me to reach all sorts of people because I think people, you know, outside the church that don't have God in their life or or Christ, I believe that those people honestly need it the most. Like they need that light the most. And so I'm really trying to find ways to, extend my light and reach those people that otherwise might not be open or, you know, might not want to hear it. But I'm trying to reach people both in the church and outside the church and, you know, help them feel something.
0: Right. And yeah, yeah. I feel like it's more important too to affect those people that are outside the church to, to help them out. Absolutely. I feel like that's a little bit more important than, yeah, than for those sure. that, that t- may have that connection already. Mm-hmm. And that can still help them and still strengthen them. But maybe giving them uh, people that are outside of of a faith at all yeah. uh, understand, you know, like that they're loved, that they have those connections, that they can rely on that as well. So
1: Absolutely. that's awesome.
0: So tell me a little bit then about your new album. Let's segue into that one. I, yeah. w- I want to talk about, you have a new album coming out. Is it already out?
1: Yes, it came out October Third. recent. I believe that was the day. Awesome. <laughs> and yeah, I have been so excited about this album. I've been working hard on it for months. Just, you know, we wrote the songs and then it's it's a whole process. Right. So I've been sitting on the finished project for a little bit and just been it's it's like Disneyland. It's like Christmas when, when the album finally comes out and people get to hear it. Of course, it's a little scary, too, because you just hope people love the songs. But this one, with every project that I've done, every album, it feels more and more like me. Like I'm just kind of... As an artist, you evolve a lot with what your sound is and what kind of messages you want to put into your songs and you know I'm getting older and having more life experience and so of course as I grow as a person and as an artist my music is going to grow and change with me and so this most recent album it feels really authentic to me and I just feel like I'm honing into my sound more and more and I, I just feel very proud of each one of these songs they're very different from each other which I love as well they work in the same album, but they're also really, really different from each other, which I love. There's a lot of variety.
0: Yeah, that's so cool to see in, like progression of an artist's journey as they as they release new stuff and as they kind of figure out what they want to sound like, what they want to convey and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there a song on this album that you think stands out?
1: Yes. I love all of them for different reasons, but I would say the one that is the closest to my heart is it's called Letter to an Old Friend and typically i've noticed a trend in myself when i'm putting together an ep or an album i usually have a song that i consider the heart of the project and so the letter to an old friend to me is the heart of this album
0: tell me a little bit about that song then how how that song is almost like your anchor for this album how you've made everything else around it it sounds like to to kind of convey back to this song tell me a little bit about how that was as you were making it
1: yeah i remember very vividly sitting in the studio in la i wrote it with this very talented producer and songwriter named jay dunton and we were i knew i wanted to write a song about this topic so my parents they they got divorced and i've talked about this you know multiple times but they got divorced few years back and it was really unexpected for my family it was really difficult and my dad he now lives in Japan and you know he's remarried and actually has a they have a kid and so that relationship it's it's hard to stay really close and it's just very different than it used to be it's changed a lot and I, as a girl, I really, that daddy-daughter relationship and bond is really, really important to me. I've always been a daddy's girl and loved my dad a lot, and I still do. But, um, so more than ever, I crave that relationship. I desire to have my dad close to me, and they're there when I want to talk to him, and they're when I need him. And just with the time change, and, you know, he has this family, it's, it makes it difficult And there's just um, a lot of challenges that have come and repercussions from how everything happened and has changed since the divorce. So this song is about that relationship with my dad and just how it has evolved and how it's changed. And there is that distance there. And I have written some vulnerable songs, but I would say this is, this probably beats them all in vulnerability I think this is probably the most honest that I've been in a song probably
0: so So. tell me a little bit then of of, um of this vulnerability of these of not just maybe of this song but of the album Mm -hmm. how how the production of this album how the how have you've written these songs how that's going to be a stepping stone for future releases future productions your career as you keep going
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I, since I've started to be vulnerable in my music, which was last year, I released all these singles throughout the year. I have pushed myself out of my comfort zone to be more vulnerable. And as I've done that and I've released these songs, I've received so much feedback and comments on social media of people loving it, loving the vulnerability. It means so much to them. It speaks to them in a way that if I wasn't so vulnerable, it wouldn't quite hit the same. And I think I'm creating, I've started to like create my brand where I am known now as someone who is vulnerable in my music and people have really responded well to it. So from this point forward, I, I definitely plan to continue to push myself and to be vulnerable, to be real, because people want realness. They grasp onto it. And it's so easy with social media and everything to just feel like, you know, people have these perfect lives and people put on fronts. Of course, like you want to, to look like you're happy all the time. And that's just how it is. And so people don't really know what's going on. And it helps to at least remind you that you're not alone. To know that someone else is struggling or going through something that maybe you can relate to. So I'm definitely going to continue to to do that. It's very important to me. It's become something that is also very healing for me as well. It's very therapeutic. So I feel like I'm able to help other people with the things that I've gone through and by sharing those things openly. So
0: that's great. Yeah. So tell me a little bit. That's kind of a two parter. Mm hmm if there was somebody we're gonna we're gonna go back to the power to become conference there's someone in this audience who has trouble with where they think they want to go with their career afterwards is there something that you would say to that person as they are trying to get out of university move on and and find something that they want to commit to uh what advice that you'd give them for uh sticking with what they're doing or for figuring out how they want to go about their their future as that as that progresses.
1: Yeah, I would say trust your your gut and you know it, they've probably heard that before, but I've my gut has never been wrong. So anytime I've trusted it and followed it, it's led me into really great opportunities. and my life because I have done that, I've ended up in a much better place than I know I would have been if I if I didn't. Going back to the voice, I had a choice to make in that moment. Do I audition for this and potentially change my life or do I just continue to live comfortably? And I decided to not live in comfort and to take the leap and to do what I felt like was right for me in that moment. And I'm so grateful to that younger self for making that choice. And so I I just think choices are really important and always trust what you're feeling. Don't overthink it either. Because I think sometimes when we overthink, we just confuse ourselves more and we can get into this foggy headspace. So it's almost like, Go by your instincts, and um, of course the power of prayer is huge as well. For me, prayer has kind of led my life. I pray before every show, I pray when I'm going into songwriting sessions. I pray all the time that I'll be led and guided. So I God, he has a much greater vision for our life than we have for ourselves. And he knows our potential. So also just trusting him and his plan for us over our own plan. So sometimes we might want something but it's not right and he wants something different for us and it's always gonna be better than what we wanted for ourselves in the end.
0: Even if you don't think it is at the first at the first time. Yes. Exactly. Been there before. Yep. Absolutely. I've been there
1: multiple times.
0: So tell me, as, as, a, as a second parter, if this might be the same answer, and that's totally fine. But mm-hmm. if if there was somebody who wanted to go into singing and songwriting, is there maybe a different piece of advice that you give to those that want to follow maybe in your footsteps is uh, in, in that songwriting career?
1: Yeah, go for it. That is my biggest piece of advice. Don't let yourself live in this self-doubt, fearful place. Everything's mental. Mindset is everything, and the older I've gotten, the more I believe that. And I think a lot of us fall into this space of where we have these self-limiting beliefs. And we believe, "Oh, I could never do that." I was just, you know, telling my my team yesterday that I I found out that, you know, this show like a lot of people are coming, and which is just so fun and cool. And I immediately, you know, the first thought that popped in my head, it wasn't, oh, that's so cool. It was, why are they coming to see me? Like, it's imposter syndrome. And I've talked to so many people across the board, even like the most successful people that you would never think that they have those thoughts. They have imposter syndrome. And it's just this thing where we doubt ourselves and we just don't believe that we can do it, that we can reach our dreams. And so I'm guilty of this 100% too. But I would just say as someone who struggles with this, like don't let that stop you. Keep going, like keep moving in the direction that you feel like you want to go in. And if you want to be a singer songwriter, do it. You know, social media is huge. Post little clips of your songs, share them with the world. Get different people's opinions. Um, You know, just go for it.
0: Awesome. All right. I have one set of fun questions because okay. I wanted to not make this such a heavy interview from the get go. <laughs> We've gone um, really deep. Yes, it's been great. Yes, this has been great. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So I wanted to try and do a couple of get to know you questions mm-hmm. just for the listeners, just to see like what they, uh, just get to know you a little bit more. Just some simple stuff. Rapid fire, lightning question, lightning round.
1: Fine. Okay. okay. All
0: right. Favorite color? Blue. That's a good one. Yes. Favorite food?
1: Oh, that is so hard for me. <laughs> I am such a foodie. It's between pizza and sushi.
0: Mm, good choices. Good choice. Mm. Is there something that your mom cooks maybe? that, Like a good homemade thing?
1: I love when she makes spaghetti. Hmm. I love my mom's spaghetti. It's hmm. so good. I crave it.
0: That's fun. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, favorite book? Do you read? I don't read, but
1: I used to be the biggest reader. I, I don't read as much now, and I need to change that. But my favorite book that I have read, probably, I really loved. It was called the Ugly series. It like goes Uglies, Pretty Specials, Extras. It's a series. It's really really interesting and really cool. Mm. That one always stands out in my mind. I really, I really enjoyed that one. So nice. Okay. Yeah.
0: Favorite TV show.
1: Ooh, favorite TV show. Okay, I when it comes to reality TV, me and my sisters and my friends definitely watch The Bachelor.
0: That is weirdly popular here on campus. <laughs> really? Yes. I, uh, all of my coworkers love watching it. Yeah. I, I don't get it as much, but uh-huh. it's, it's always fun walking in when there's a new season and they're just ranting about all these different stuff that are happening <laughs> in the new episode. That's fun. That's fun. Okay. It's entertaining. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and then favorite movie?
1: Get all three of them. Might as well. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I am also a huge movie girl. I love, I love Marvel movies, so I love Spider Man. That's just a good go to. I love the original Spider Mans specifically. Someone after my heart. Really, I love those movies. They're so good. Yeah, Spider Man Two is like up
0: there as like one of my favorite movies Mm -hmm. ever. That's I recently
1: watched that. That's really so good. good.
0: I love that they brought him back for far from home. That's so cool. Uh-huh. So, yeah. No way home, but yeah. Okay, um, favorite activity to do on a first date? That's always a huge one here that we get.
1: Ooh. I'm trying to think. For me, I've always believed that short and sweet and simple is the best for a first date, just because you're meeting for the first time. And so... I'm not a big fan of like dinner dates because I'm a huge foodie and I actually like to enjoy my food. And when I'm meeting Mm. someone for the first time, I'm overthinking how I'm eating and it's lots of anxiety. So my favorite thing is meeting for like smoothies or hot chocolate or ice cream. I've done acai bowls too, but just something simple where you just meet up. Like if you want them to pick you up, pick, pick you up and and then sometimes, like, doing a fun activity after, too. But I just think, like, sh- simple and short for a first date is best. And then if you want to spend more time next time, keep right. click. That you gives
0: know. you more time to, like, talk, too. Actually get to know each other Yeah, get to know each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Never do a movie as a first date. First experience. I never have. Yeah. No, it was terrible. Don't do that. It's bad. Because you, you don't get you to get to know talk. each other exactly. at all. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Okay. It's from personal experience. You <laughs> hear that, Rexburg? Don't actually do that. We have plenty of ice cream places here. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, take them somewhere else. Okay, okay. And then last one. If there was some sort of outside activity that you think is like your favorite thing ever, like mm-hmm. a, like a, like a recreational hiking things like that, what's your favorite thing to do for that?
1: Okay, I love I love going on long walks. Um, I have gotten super into. Getting your steps in every day, it's really healthy and good for you. And me and my mom and sisters, we love to go on long walks together and just talk and talk about life. So that and then also hiking is also Really, really fun
0: hiking's fun. Mm-hmm. I almost always, whenever I get the chance, every like two weeks, I always try to go on like a midnight walk, which is I, I mean, it's oh. kind of weird, but like I've always loved being completely alone in those situations, yeah, because it's just probably fun really to, like, quiet, think. exactly, exactly. Which I went like last weekend out on a walk when it was midnight and there were so many people, I was very annoyed. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's whatever, well, but.
1: college life probably oh, yeah. people oh, yeah. stay up late, Absolutely. I bet
0: on a Saturday. On uh, um, Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not as conducive. I just have to pick weekdays, <laughs> I guess. True. Yeah. But okay. Awesome. Well, m- is there anything else you want to say to the audience? Where can we find you on, on social medias and uh, where can we get your, uh, your new album?
1: Yeah. So I have a website, it's MadelinePage.com and then my social media on Instagram is MadelinePage underscore Facebook, Madeline Page. And all of my music, my new album included, is on all the streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere. Awesome.
0: Okay. Madeline, that's all I have for you. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having me. That was so fun.